With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, I'm Matt Mattinson. A group of Republican senators is reaching out to President Biden in hopes of coming to a bipartisan agreement on coronavirus spending. The group of 10 is led by Maine's Susan Collins, who sent a letter to Biden asking for a meeting to discuss the proposal in greater detail. The measure would provide about $600 billion in COVID related funding, including $160 billion for vaccine distribution, as well as COVID testing and protective equipment. The number of coronavirus deaths in the U.S. is topping 440,000. Deaths continue to climb as new mutant strains of the respiratory illness are spreading in the U.S. The U.K. and South African variants are more contagious than the one the world has been battling for a year now. Health officials are warning that as those strains spread, the number of cases could climb significantly in the coming weeks, which would also mean the number of deaths could spike. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer doesn't like what he's seeing lately on Wall Street. What happened in the market? markets in the last few days is really messed up. Schumer's remarks come as retail investors on Reddit have driven up the stock price of GameStop. He said many questions must be addressed right away. Queen Elizabeth will host President Biden and other world leaders at Buckingham Palace ahead of the G7 summit in June. The BBC says the United Kingdom is set to host the first in-person gathering of the group of seven leaders since 2019 in Cornwall, England. Other members of the royal family are expected to join the Queen, including Prince Charles, Prince William and their wives. The East Coast is bracing for a major winter storm. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio is telling New Yorkers to start preparing for the storm. Putting everyone on alert, please make, to the maximum extent you humanly can, make alternative plans for Monday right now. The New York area is expected to get really hard hit with as much as two feet of snow in the forecast for parts of the tri-state area over the next two days. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Are you tired of looking at that unsightly scar? Do you wish you had a simple, safe, and all-natural way to reduce it completely or better yet remove it? Well, let's talk about alligator oil. Yeah, that's right, alligator oil. Our product is caiman oil, and it has a hint of lavender and vitamin E. It's been used for centuries as a treatment for a variety of ailments and skin problems. This oil is highly sought after for its natural healing properties. Cayman oil rejuvenates the skin, grows cells, reducing and even eliminating scarring like stretch marks from giving birth. Cayman oil is antibacterial and antifungal. It's in the alligator's DNA. When applied, Cayman oil goes to work immediately on wounds, burns, and abrasions, killing any problematic bacteria and fungus while stimulating the skin's growth cells. And that's the really important part. You're going to be surprised at the results from just a few applications. Go to mycayman.com for special pricing and free shipping. That's M-Y-C-A-I-M-O-N.com. MyCayman.com. Hmm. Southern California Edison has helpful info for emergency preparedness. Since the kids are older, we need to update our family plan again. You're right. And let's review it with them so they know what to do. They should know our evacuation plan, meeting place. What to do in a power outage and where the safety kit is. Good thinking. We can write down important phone numbers and put them in the kit. You think of everything. No. I just went to sce.com slash be prepared. A little preparation goes a long way. KCAA Radio has openings for one-hour talk shows. If you want to host a radio show, now is the time. Make KCAA your flagship station. Our rates are affordable and our services are second to none. We broadcast on three terrestrial frequencies to a population of 5 million people. Plus, we stream and podcast on all major online audio and video systems. If you've been thinking about broadcasting a weekly radio program on real radio plus the Internet, contact our CEO at 281 
281-599-9800. You can Skype your show from your home to our Redlands, California studio where our live producers and engineers are ready to work with you personally. A radio program on KCAA is the perfect work from home avocation in these stressful times. Just type kcaaradio.com into your browser to learn more about hosting a show on the best station in the nation or call our CEO for details, 281-599-9800. In these days, your dining out choices are limited. Want something mouth-watering good, tasty, convenient, but not the same old, same old? Najwa's Fine Mediterranean Cuisine in Loma Linda has affordable taste sensations and some of the best authentic Mediterranean cuisine around. Fresh, local, healthy, and handmade food made with love and passion in every bite. From delicious beef and chicken kebabs, pitas, excellent hummus, or one of their many other salad soups, shawarma bowls, or sandwiches, Najwa's is the place to go. Najwa's is currently open for takeout only, but keep them in mind for your special events coming up too. Najwa's Caterers, local delicious food all day long. Najwa's Authentic Mediterranean Cuisine, located just off of Anderson and Tippecanoe and the 10 Freeway at 24711 Redlands Boulevard in Loma Linda. Call Najwa's Mediterranean Cuisine. You can order at 909-894-0488. 909-894-0488. Najwa's, great local food nearby. Take it out all day long. I always hear from our clients who hired another firm that they wish they'd hired DNA Financial first. Don't have regrets about your IRS tax case. Just hire the best in the first place. One owed $150,000 to the IRS and had spent thousands on another firm. We stopped the levies, negotiated a payment plan, and had their penalties forgiven. And while every case is different, we guarantee that we'll find your perfect resolution and get it done right. For a free consultation, call us at 866-201-0156. That's 866-201-0156. Then you can say, DNA DNA did did right right by me. me. The following program is produced by the AM First Radio Network and distributed by Global American Broadcasting, the GAB Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in for this edition of Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali. I am Attorney Zulu Ali with the Justice Watch crew, Rosa Nunez, Michael Bilal Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, Paulina Hiller, and Andrea Rodeman. This week, like every week, we'll be discussing critical legal and social justice issues that are impacting our community. This week, we'll be talking about the federal minimum wage increase, and we will continue to talk a little bit um, more about the Biden's executive order on racial equity, which uh, we began that discussion uh, last week. So I believe I'm going to start by talking about the the federal uh, minimum wage. Now, h- how much is, is uh, minimum wage now, Rosa? 7.25 an hour. Okay. And so the proposal is to increase it to what? $15 an hour. Okay, $15 an hour. Okay. So, I mean, we actually have two heads of that coin. I mean, there's two arguments. There are those who argue, and I, I guess I can say devil's advocate on on this position that an increase in a minimum wage would only drive up the cost of living living right so if you if you have to pay your wage earners more money then you would have to charge more money for services and goods that's one side of the argument what what do you say about that huh Wages increasing doesn't mean that everything else will increase with a hundred percent correlation. You don't think so? No. What you say? Um, I, I tend to side with Rose on this one. I don't think it would either. It would. No. Okay. Huh? <laughs> the mic. Oh, mic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, what do you say, real quick, Doc? Because I'm going to have something to say about that. It's a two-sided coin. Uh, people cannot continue to live at uh, survival wages, but at the same token, you know, as a business owner, it is a two-sided coin. But I would lean more uh, in the favor of uh, Rosa and Bilal mm. in terms of just justification. Okay. So let's just say, for example, <clears throat> uh, you have a business. Mm-hmm. And let's just say the wages for the person working for you is... $12 an hour. 
And so let's just say now you have to hire two people. Mm-hmm. So now you have to pay each person $15 an hour. And let's mm-hmm. just say your product price is somewhere around... Because if, you, if you're really talking about your prices, you're talking about the market. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. in other words, you know whether you're getting your your goods wholesale or retail or secondhand then that means that you have to your your prices are there is a correlation between your prices and overhead right mm-hmm. so if you have to pay your workers more money then which is considered in in your prices right mm-hmm. i mean that yeah. you have to consider course, that. Yes. so if you pay more if you charge more <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you had to pay more overhead, would you have to increase your prices? Yes, you yeah, would. you would have. Yes, you would. Huh? Yeah, yes, in order to would. balance things out. Yeah. yeah. So that's the argument, right? Uh huh. And 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 it doesn't sound crazy, does it? No. It, it sounds mm-hmm. rational. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very rational, right? Mm-hmm. And it sounds very rational to me. However. 725 has been the minimum wage mm-hmm. since 2008. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What sounds a little suspicious about it is this. <laughs> Prices have been going up ever since 2008. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yep. So my thing is that if, if, if prices, of, if the cost of living, if we're going to have the same minimum wage that we have in 2008, I think the cost of living should be the same as it is in 2008. That's a, fair, mm-hmm. that's a fair, that's mm-hmm. a fair call. You see what I'm saying? That's a yeah, fair call. That, that, would that be the other side of the argument? Yeah, that would be. But think about it is, it wouldn't, I mean, I mean, for them to change it and then for them to adjust the, the cost of, uh, you know, the cost of living, would be totally different, so I believe that it should stay there because it wouldn't make no difference to raise it and then and then raise the cost of living. Then you put them back in the same position they was in in the first place. Yeah, the point that I, the point that I'm trying to make is that if your rationale is that minimum uh, increasing minimum wage would increase the cost of living, right? Mm-hmm. Just hang with me on my, my what this particular point. Okay. If the call if the if the Increasing minimum wage would incro- in- increase the cost of living. Then why in, in the heck has the cost of living increased so much without the raising mm-hmm. of minimum wage? Mm-hmm. Do you understand where yeah. I'm coming from? I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's a valid argument. So, so the point is, is that basically, do you agree with that, Joe? You don't. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Okay, Joe don't agree with that. He put a paper on your last one. Put a paper on Oh, he says perhaps only you came through here. He's a ninja. <laughs> Man, you a you a you're a ninja. Perhaps only make corporations making a certain amount of money have to pay fifteen an hour so mom and pop mm-hmm. businesses don't suffer. Man, you sh- I'm gonna vote for you. <laughs> because I think that that is an excellent point. I think that it does ma- it changes obviously with with uh you know the the size of, of the business. Mm-hmm. Meaning yes. in other words if you have a business that has under a certain amount of employees mm-hmm. then it should be less, you know, that it should not affect you. However mm-hmm. if you have a business that has more than you know, let's say 100 employees or 75 employees, then it should be higher, right? Uh Mm -hmm. And if it's public, especially if it's publicly traded, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It'll be another Mm -hmm. issue. So, I mean, you know, so that's kind of the other side of the coin. Plus, another thing that's interesting is that uh, the the senators were made $169,000 a year in 2008, now mm. they make one hundred seventy-four thousand mm. a year. Mm. You know, so everybody, the government's increasing wages. People are increasing wage rate, wages. So I mean, it's kind of one of those arguments that seems very. Um, I, I do believe when they say a livable wage, I think that what happens is that it goes beyond just just saying I'm going to increase minimum wage is mm-hmm. part of the dialogue. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I think there has to be more discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Would you agree with that, Paulina? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> For sure. 
So I think that that would that would you know there's more to it than that because I think that people Man. people I mean there's you know you have to look at the business side of it when you're talking about increasing increasing minimum wages mm-hmm. because I think that as as people who are workers and and consumers I think that sometimes there has to be that balance mm-hmm. yeah. when you're talking about the type of, of money you're mandated to play to pay as an employer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the type of money that you 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 know uh, that a person gets because it is I mean when you're talking and he talks about mom and pops I mean that does make a difference the mm-hmm. the size of the mm-hmm. employer you know makes a huge difference because basically what you're going to do is you're going to run small businesses. Yeah, out of yeah. out of business. Correct. You're doing that. Now. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, you know, those are, those are things that we do or we have to consider when we talk about increasing minimum wage. And oftentimes, when you have people on the far left, you know, they're thinking that hey, you know, you you know, uh, people feel like, you know, on and and I might lose people when I say this, but sometimes too often people feel like they are owed a job. Mm. They feel like you see what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps—you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oftentimes, the regulations that you put on employers really hurts the employer mm-hmm. because I think there's another. And I'm just saying this because as an employer, I understand that you work 24 hours a day. At least for me, I don't mm-hmm. work 24 hours mm-hmm. a day, but I do work. Anywhere yes. from tw- twelve to sixteen hours a day, seven tough. days a week, Brother, and I've tough. I've done that for more than a decade mm-hmm. to keep my business running. Mm-hmm. Now, for someone to come in and feel like they have a right to do something in my business that I've, you know, I, my blood put my blood, sweat, and tears into, mm-hmm. then you know that's problematic. What makes you think that you can just? Because people come in, there's so many regulations on businesses now that basically you come in, you know, and oftentimes you have employees that may, you know, feel like they have a right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's like, you know, I'd be better off not even having employees. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, and, and people, some t- sometimes I think people come in with agendas mm-hmm. as, em- as employees. <laughs> that they can come in, you've not done a thing in the world, you've gotten a job, and some people from day one are positioning themselves so that they can get money without working for it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Exactly. So there's there's something that goes behind that whole idea of of uh, of wages. One thing is the the whole idea is do we ever talk about work? Some people don't deserve fifteen dollars an hour. If you if you why do you yeah. feel like if you're going to come into my my work and you're not going to work, you're going to you're because a lot of people when they come to work they don't come to work. They get on their cell phones, they get on social media, they play around, they talk, and you got to pay for it. If fine, I don't mind paying you money, but look, come in my come in my place of business and do what you're getting paid for. I, I'm not I'm not I'm not going through all this so you can come here and feel like you can come to work when you want to. You can do what you want to when you get at work. You you want to do all these things and you're and I'm suffering. And many of these many of these businesses, when you talk about people working from paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. they're working. I mean, they're trying to do everything to keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking that people have to understand that because you opened a business, that you suffered, that anybody can walk off the street and command that you do certain things when they're not even doing their job. Mm-hmm. So I think that you do got to work. Correct. You know, I don't care if you're mad at me on that one or not. But at any rate, <laughs> please do not touch that dial. We'll be back on the other side of the, the, other side of the break. I need a job. 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 I
get some get back. Do you have a great idea for a radio show but have no idea where to start? Or have you been hosting a podcast for a while and want to take it to the next level? If so, you need the Gab Radio Network. To host a show on the Gab Radio Network, all you need is your voice, and we'll handle the rest. From technical engineering to full-service audio production and much more. Every show on the Gab Radio Network can be heard on our station on the TuneIn Radio app. Plus, we put all of our shows on our satellite, which is accessed by over 5,500 stations. And here's the best part. You can host from anywhere you want. There are many means to connect to the Gab Radio Network remotely, and our staff of highly trained engineers and producers will make you sound like you're right here in studio. So... If you want to be on the Gab Radio Network, the same network that hosts the Small Business Advocate, Radio MD, and The Federalist, send an email right now to sales at gabradionetwork.com. That's sales at gabradionetwork.com. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer Zulu Ali. The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. Welcome back to Justice Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali and the Justice Watch crew. Uh, We're continuing on our uh, discussion uh, regarding uh, the minimum wage, and we'll also talk about the new executive order regarding equity. So, yeah, just going back to it, because I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I want to, I want to understand why I can see the two sides to this this situation, mm-hmm. and 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 I, you know, because I have to be, you know, fair about it. I mean, I do know that there are actually people who are doing whatever they can to make sure that they are trying to maximize profits. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you have corporations, then obviously they're maximizing profits for their their shareholders and stakeholders or whatever. I mean, although an employee is a stakeholder technically. But where it becomes, you know, in the smaller business, because most businesses are smaller businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, not most businesses are not corporations. So as I was saying earlier, when you begin to start talking about the issue of, of um, the... Um, the issue of, you know, mandating and, and the regulations when it comes to uh, to em- employees, it does become a little, you, you know, because what can happen is is that it becomes it can be so so many things that protects the employee that it becomes unfair to the employer. Mm-hmm. Because then what happens is that you know once you you know it's like you and you hire somebody and when you hire you. You know, the way I see it is that if I give somebody a job, I give them an opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I do not have an obligation to give uh, people a job. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, that's mm-hmm. not an obligation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then when somebody comes in and, you know, are, you know, are employed and then they feel like that their job becomes a right, mm-hmm. 
and that now all of a sudden they feel like they can come in the office or come in the job and they can do whatever they want to mm -hmm. and try to control you and tell you what you're supposed to do, then, I mean, that becomes problematic. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that what happens is that when it comes to, you know, being able to compensate people for the work they do, you're, you, you know, we, you have a right to a livable wage. Mm -hmm. But you have a right to a livable wage when you're a worker. Exactly. You don't have a right to a li liberal, uh, a livable wage if you come in on a job and you're not doing your job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I think that sometimes what people do is that people, the same way people take advantage of what people call the so-called system, they, they do the same thing in their jobs. Correct. Because, I mean, just think, and just think about our government. Just think about how much money our government wastes. And, and for government employees that don't do anything. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I used to work for the government. You would be shocked at what's happening to your taxpayer dollars. Shocked mm -hmm. at what people who are working in government are not doing nothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, they come, you're talking about tweeting. and I mean, you've been to DMV. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, and if I have any <laughs> listeners that work for the DMV, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the ones that don't listen, right? And yeah. just think about those people, you know what I mean, that come to where you've seen them. Yeah. Huh? They're like they're doing you a favor. It's like you're a taxpayer. You're in DMV. Yes, sir. And then they don't even want to talk to you. It's like, yeah. come on, man, you're getting paid. You're paying. My tax dollars going towards your, your stuff. And so think about that as a taxpayer, you know, I mean, like us, we paying taxes to get beat up by the police sometimes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. so, you know, I mean, all that stuff is, is you have to, and, that, and then you go back and you think about minimum wage. I understand that argument, but mm -hmm. I, I do get conflicted sometimes because, you know, we all, I mean, it's just like if you paid somebody to fix your car, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't fix your car. And, it's a, and, the, and there's a lot that says you got to pay them. Right? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. If I'm paying you to do something, you do your job. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it, 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 it's kind of, you know, one of those things where you get to, um, and people know that. Sometimes people mm -hmm. take advantage of it. But everybody's not going to take advantage of it. And I do believe that. You know, raising minimum wage should be something that we should do, but I do believe that it should be a little bit. I think Joe made an excellent yeah. point about mm -hmm. it being, look at Joe, yeah. <laughs> about it being, uh, you have to consider the size of, of, of the business. Yeah. It's real and, tough. And, 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 I, and I think he's right on point with that. I think when you look at the small businesses that will actually suffer from it, um, I, I, I feel for them. But at the same time, you look at the majority of, uh, of the, the population and you say the great majority of the people that are working from, uh, for minimum wage, they're living from one paycheck to the next paycheck. 70%. And they're struggling and it's taking two and three people just to, you know, to, you know, to pull in to pay the bills and stuff yeah. like that, especially with the thing came in, in L.A. County with the rent control. This was all kind of like in, in line with what mm -hmm. was actually going on with people not being able to or, uh <laughs> I mean, but I, sometimes don't you think that the government is double dipping? Yeah, most most I definitely. Mean, then you as, now then, as an employer, you got. I mean, like I said, I mean, you know, everybody should try this. I'm telling you. Okay, so just think about this. And I said this when we were off the air. Okay, you have to whatever you pay them. You also have to pay their taxes. Yes, mm -hmm. you do. You have to meet their taxes. Mm -hmm. So that's extra money. That they're, that they're doing. So they're regulating you from, the, from, from that. So you're taking the taxes, and then you're telling me how much I have to pay somebody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it becomes where, you know, it, it becomes problematic because as a small business owner, you're being more, the regulations impact you more. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is the, the mom and pop shops are the minority businesses. Yeah. But right? yeah, and and I and I get that. But here's the thing: what other problem that we run into, like you say, that that the cost of living continue to go up despite the minimum wage since 2008, right? So if that be the case and it continues to go up and minimum wage doesn't go up, the other factor that we have to deal with is people becoming homeless. Yeah. Not only people becoming homeless, okay. the, 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 well, the crime the, the crime rate will increase. Oh, okay, so this I is mean, another, this I mean, is another <laughs> thing about the situation with being homeless. 
It's a, it's a delicate balance. I agree with you. It's, it's, but it's such a delicate, a delicate balance because, and the reason why I say that is we still have to, I'm just telling you, man. <laughs> I mean, I, the point that I'm trying to make is, look, I, I mean, I'm like this. Is that, hey, look, when you're trying to, when you're it's running a the business yeah. and you're trying to pay people to work for you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it, you know, it can become. <laughs> yeah, he said there's also other things that, that, that make the cost of living go up, not just minimum wage. Just go yeah. sit back and listen to <laughs> show. You know, yeah. so, so it's, it's kind of one of those things where basically homelessness does not necessarily. I mean, the cost of living is, is an issue going up. And then obviously, most people do make more than $7.25 an hour because generally most states have a higher. Call, uh, higher minimum wage than the 42. federal mandated. Yeah. yeah, and so you know, so a lot of it uh, is, is, you know, it's just that I think that we need to think about this one a little bit. And yes. and and the thing about it is, it shouldn't. It should not be just a blanket. This is what you're gonna, mm-hmm. you know. And and sometimes yeah. the people people yeah. who are who are who are advocates for workers, mm-hmm. uh, they have good intentions. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I I'm not going to lie to you. You know, when you're tell when you're advocating for people to work for get livable wage, you also need to advocate for them to doing their job. Correct. Don't expect yeah. me to pay you yeah. if you're not doing your job. Mm-hmm. That's you know what I'm saying? Definitely. You know, and I think that sometimes, you know, you would be shocked how many people feel like when they're on the on on the on the job, they can, you know, they act like they own the place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that that's what you know. When you're going into you know uh, you know work for somebody, you can't be a slave, but at the same time, you do have to do you know work, and you have. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The right mm-hmm. to be treated fairly. Correct. But, you know, you, you need to work. So a lot of times when someone says, hey, you know, I got to pay this person, you know, $15 an hour and it goes up to $15 an hour. Um, I don't think the argument with me is as much the cost of living as it is the whole issue of of uh, being a little bit more methodical about the about the leg, about the regulation yeah. and, think, and who it's affecting. I think overall this exposes just the tax problem that we have in this country. Right. Okay. All right. We'll be back on the other side of the break. Please do not touch that down. Yeah. I'm mad. Try to get back. I need some get back. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host Attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. 
Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer Zulu Ali. The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. Welcome back to Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali and the Justice Watch crew um, where we're continuing with our um, minimum wage argument did you, did you have something before we move on that you wanted to say about oh that? yeah i just want to you know i think we've been talking and, and it really isn't such a cookie cutter issue there's definitely the the side where you know you have these businesses the mom and pops whom are suffering right because of the tax policies that we have in this country and that in itself really exposes the issue with tax that we have the fact that these large corporations get to write off so many things and don't really get taxed whereas the small, small guy ends up getting taxed much more. But also, we're talking about a living wage, which is not a luxury, but rather a living wage. 78% of the people in this country are living paycheck to paycheck. And 0.1% of people in this country also can afford a one-bedroom apartment. We do have a lot of individuals living in poverty, and I think that um, being able to provide them with a living wage will also w would definitely help, but at the same time, it does harm a lot of the small small mom and pop businesses, yet I know this might be a little bit controversial, but I think that um, I think that innovation also stems from some sort of destruction. I think that a lot of these businesses that are able to survive, even with these living wages, because these are living wages, they're not luxuries, mm -hmm. I think that they should be in, in business. If they can't afford to pay their workers a living wage, yeah. then yeah. why even, why do we need them? If they're exploiting mm. their workers. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, as far as... <laughs> I mean, this is... Uh, look, I mean, it's kind of one of those situations where... <laughs> okay. So, it's like the, the problem, of course, is the struggling, the struggling businessman. So, what happens is the struggling businessman just goes away, and all we have basically is corporations. Because I think that at some point in time, you know, um, you know that that's that's really what we're trying to encourage, especially people in the marginalized communities, to do mm -hmm. is to start their own businesses and try mm -hmm. to work them. You know, because otherwise, what'll happen is is that the only people that you're going to see in in business are the are the people at the very top of the mm -hmm. of the of the charts yeah, yeah, as yeah. opposed to some you know like for example i guarantee you most struggling businesses obviously comes from certain social economic and uh, social economic groups mm -hmm. and so what happens is, is that basically the people who are really hurting the most from are those p individuals from those you know social economic groups and and the same way that the government pays attention to workers, uh, they also need to pay attention to those marginalized communities where people are trying to struggle yeah. to pro try to move out of that situation mm -hmm. and stop and stop being being slaves. So what happens is that we need to change the narrative 
first of all, in our own communities and stop putting them in a mindset of wanting to be workers to begin with. We're yeah, trying yeah. to bring yes. them into wanting yeah, to be correct to, to be entrepreneurs and and you know and and even social entrepreneurs nowadays social entrepreneurship and social enterprise is very important because social entrepreneurs and social enterprises which are businesses that are even actually formed for the purpose of making changes in the community are also the ones that are going to be you know like that are going to be uh, affected. When you say, you know, when you start talking about minimum wage, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that Joe, Joe gave me was the fact that people like that are making fifteen, sixteen dollars an hour. When we do, if that's the minimum wage, and when they're, you know, you're going to not be able to pay your best workers that kind of money. But but doesn't this but doesn't this validate to a large degree the argument of socialism to some degree? And this is why socialism is so acceptable mm-hmm. in country after country because mm-hmm. when you predominantly run your country on a capitalistic uh, narrative, uh, you're going to have basically an elite middle class, excuse me, a uh, upper class mm-hmm. and a lower class. The yeah. middle class is being alleviated. So if at the end of the day, uh, this argument uh, in this government, as it as as we talked about earlier the degree of, 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 of taking that it does from the societal structure, to some degree, morally, it owes to give something back, at least on, a, uh, on an equal plane scale, for those people to, to be able to survive within that uh, geographical you, are, region. Are you talking about the small business, or are you talking about the big business? I'm talking about uh, the, uh, the smaller business. I'm really talking about creating a fairer narrative for yeah. people within the country to be able to operate from, because if we didn't have have the extreme degree of capitalism, Mm -hmm. uh, those individuals wouldn't be on one extreme to the other. I'm not talking about a total uh, uh, socialistic country, but I'm talking about certain things like the health care narrative, like, uh, uh, as Rosa talked about, the living wage, at least survival wage, etc. So I think that's why so many people have looked to some of the concepts of socialism to try to justify that as opposed to the whole capitalistic narrative. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, as far as the socialism thing, I I mean, you know, I think that we would be very, I think in theory, socialism sounds very good, but I don't, we've never seen a a successful socialist, you know, No, I mean, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about the whole country based on socialism. I'm talking about certain components of creating a fair narrative for the societal structure to operate from. We shouldn't have the extremes like Mm -hmm. we do where you have people making $15 an hour and then you, as I said earlier on our break, you get the head of Amazon that is making in one minute what his whole uh, staff, all his workers, make combined in well, over a I, year. Well, I think it's like this: that if, like, if I'm willing to work harder than you, then I should be make more money than you. Yeah, but what about the privilege? What about I, I, do, I mean, it don't. I mean, it, well, then no. I'm just saying that if I if I'm willing to put it in and I'm willing to work harder harder than you are. Then why in the world should me and you make the same amount? No, of wages? I agree with that. But what about all the stolen money? And what about uh, yeah. the money well, that I think was given? That's, well, no, that, but what about all the all that money that was passed down from the land being taken, uh, from the wages not being paid in terms of in the slavery year? We can go and look well, at yeah, but how, I, I how that imbalance that. occurred. Yeah, I can understand how that. But I, I mean, I think I think that's I think that's a different dialogue as far okay. as the, the <laughs> inequity of of, of races, but. I think that when it comes to the issue of getting to the bare idea of that, you know, I think people don't know what they're really asking for. Mm-hmm. I think okay. that basically when you start trying to get into this issue of trying to say, like, for example, you know, you know, attacking. And I take it f- offense to it because I'm a small business mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm in business because I'm trying to do something and make things better for me and my family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so if, you know, so basically if I'm trying to do this and I'm working hard and I'm trying to do it, and actually in many ways I'm actually serving my community. Yeah. But oftentimes what happens is that when you have, you know, then I might as well just be a worker. If I'm mm-hmm. going to work really hard to give people in my community a job, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, then I'm going to be put under certain regulations and rules and regulations that's going to prevent me from being able to sustain that, then basically what we do is we shoot ourselves in the foot. Because that's at some point in time for us to be successful, uh, you know, at some point in time we have to stop worrying about 
you know, putting it on the government because we already yeah. know that yeah. the government's not going to do anything for yeah. us. So the yeah. point that I'm trying to make when it comes to the issue of, 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 minimum, of rain, raising minimum wage, I'm saying that it has to be a, a better balance and discussion because if you're just on one side and you, happen to, and you happen to be Agreed. a worker, then, the, then I don't want to necessarily say, okay, I'm on the other side. Because, I mean, I worked the majority of my life. Yeah. But yeah. I work really hard to get where I am. Yes, we're, we're in agreement then, there. Yeah, and so I'm just saying that basically <laughs> yeah. when it comes to the issue of trying to deal with the minimum wage issue, and then, you know, there's going to be in a, in a, capital, in a capitalist society, of course, there's going to be the unequal distribution of wealth. Yeah, yes. but do you think that but there's some balance? Can there be balance in this? Even though there, there might be a discussion, can there be a, a, balance, a balance in, in this? In terms of basically... Uh, being able to raise the minimum wage and not have those small businesses be affected by yes. it. Yes. Like you say, it has about. to. Yeah, that's, that's what he was taxes. saying. Yeah. Is, 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 is the whole idea of like, how are you going to tax certain people? Or who is gonna mm -hmm. who who you know who's gonna be subjected to this? Maybe mm -hmm. there should be a scale of minimum wage based upon the size mm -hmm. of your business. Uh, you know that that could be mm -hmm. that could be a possibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I think that um, when we begin to start, the people who are going to uh, you're giving more people more power. Believe it or not, and I don't want to sound like I'm a capitalist, but if you think I am, it, but hey, but if you think, but if you think I am, honestly, if you think I am, if you think I am, I don't care. Yeah. But this, but this is the thing: is that if you begin to start doing doing it where you're putting all you're doing, the more power you give to the government, mm -hmm. yeah. the more power you give away. Oh, Correct. agreed. And Correct. then the next thing you know is that but why don't we just let the government own everything and we just work for the government? That's what they do in capitalist societies. The government owns everything. Yeah. Then we get rid of it. Then we can go and, and everybody is going to work like they do in the capitalist society. You go to the, if you work in the factory, then there's a certain wage you get in the factory. If you work here, there's a certain wage you get here. I mean, we can go down that road. But the thing about it is the same activists that were that were that are about workers rights are going to be different types of activists they're going to be doing the same thing and going against the government because the thing about it is you know i can be an idealist too but wisdom shows me you have to be a realist mm -hmm. because the thing about it is is that that you have to be careful about who you're making enemies and the people that are business owners who are really struggling like the people that i know they're not really the enemies they're just trying to make it, and they're really trying to do something to, just like everybody else, trying to feed their family, and they're employing people within their own community, but yet and still they're the bad guy. Because mm -hmm. so maybe if we allow these people in our community to have, have businesses, then maybe these people who are doing what they're doing to, to marginalized communities, maybe they can come work, to me, work for me. If they come work for me, they don't have to worry about that. Yeah. But the way that sometimes that you when you start putting regulations on me to, that limits my ability to do the things that they, you need me, mm -hmm. right? Because I understand what's going on in the community. I don't. I, I I I primarily hire people. Hispanics make up the majority of my uh, office with African Americans. Mm -hmm. Do you really want to put pressure on me? I'm a social enterprise, mm -hmm. right? Got you. So that's what I feel like. Anyway, do not take, do not touch that dial. We'll be back on the other side of the break. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host Attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. 
Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom, Keep Your Hand on the Plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer Zulu Ali. The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. Welcome back to Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Wally and the Justice Watch crew. We're continuing with our discussion. I, I didn't think we were going to spend this much time on the subject. <laughs> honestly. But this is, this is the thing is... I mean, you know, uh, I think that, you know, a lot of Marxist and pure capitalists are academics. Ooh. These are things that people learn when they go to college and they want mm -hmm. to, you know, they're just, there is no, you know, blood, cribs, vice lord, lords. <laughs> You know, I mean, all that is like, I mean, the reality of it is, is that a, a fair and balanced way of obviously we all know that we have to do something in order to make sure that we are taking care of people who cannot take care of themselves. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's the different story. Yes. And I don't think that necessarily, uh, and that's the reason why there should be, you know, more, uh, the more money you make, the more obligation you have to, mm -hmm. to give mm -hmm. back. That's mm -hmm. the reason it should be. But, but the reality of it is, is that the taxes don't always end up that way. Yeah. So that's the reason why I say when it comes to the issue of trying to do the minimum wage situation, as Joe said, it should be based up on a scale, a fair scale. Yes. Mm -hmm. But the thing that I want the most is, is, is there's two things that I want. Number one is I want reparations. Right. So when you talked about the imbalance and stuff, mm -hmm. uh, the, the issues about the fact that you had, you know, we started in socialism because you talked about, you know, you, you were given land and you were given unpurchased labor. That's mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. socialism. So I think that in, in, in light of the fact that basically we were the uh, the people who provided socialism to maybe some of the early settlers, there should be some sort of reparations. Mm -hmm. That should be, must be. Now, once you get to that point, then I think that we need to deal with the second issue that we're going to talk about is, is just dealing with our, our judicial system, our justice system. Mm -hmm. yep. If you can get the justice system out of the way, and you can figure out ways to th make things a little bit more fair and balanced when it comes to... to those who I don't know what the community is going to do with the money and right to be quite honest with you I really that's not for me to call but I think that basically it should be an opportunity to be able to take the money and not give it right back to the people Correct. who gave it to you mm -hmm. but to be able to utilize mm -hmm. it in a way that's going to allow mm -hmm. you to build up your own build up the community mm -hmm. yes, uh, sure. and, and engage in hopefully a more in social enterprises yes because if you engage in social enterprises you're not going to be making 
necessarily money. You're using this. You're using your your business skills and the the trade uh, uh, profession to build up your community. Mm-hmm. So I believe in social entrepreneurship. I believe in social enterprise, and and I think that that's the reason why I'm concerned about because most of again most of our businesses, even the barbershops, are social enterprises. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they basically bring value to our communities. These mm-hmm. These mainstays in our communities that now we don't see them as much as we used to, mm-hmm. as well as nonprofits. These are social enterprises. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you got nonprofits like Doc and like yourself and, and even myself, these are businesses. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. These are social enterprises. That's right. And we're not in business to make money. Mm-hmm. We're in business to basically, and, so, and we employ people. Mm-hmm. And we're in business to make the community better. Correct. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why. You know, you know, you want to encourage people to, <clears throat> you know, to, to pursue these social enterprises mm-hmm. and be social in- entrepreneurs and to get into business in order to basically better the community, whether it's increasing wealth, whether mm-hmm. it's increasing value, Correct. whether it's to make your community safe. That's something that we should encourage. Correct. But when you say $15 an hour, it doesn't matter. I mean, you I could start a business and it could be a nonprofit, but I'm still I still have to pay wages if if I don't have volunteers. Yeah, you see Correct. what I'm saying. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I still have to pay. You know, I mean, obviously there's some issues with the taxes that you don't have to worry about, mm-hmm. but you want to you still want to get the best and the brightest mm-hmm. Correct. when you're in these organ and you know when you're trying to pursue these organizations. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you want to be able to provide a livable wages because when you're talking about nonprofits or social entrepreneurs who really make enough money just to 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 sustain mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then you know i think that you know though we we don't think about those organizations we don't think about the barbershop we need the barbershop Correct. we need these guys that yes. come out and, and and open these gyms for kids yep you know i have my correct. son my son in law is trying to open up a gym in inner city in an inner city who his whole focus is to make something of, not to make money, but to make something available to inner city kids. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, and that's kind of where I'm coming from. I'm not speaking from the perspective of the CEO or Amazon. You know, you know, they can choke on their own wealth if they want to. But I'm talking about these the people I know and then mm-hmm. I deal with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that I'm, I I try to try I try I try to employ qualified people. But I don't exclude people from my community and in my employment practice. And I know that and I make sure that I'm attentive to the fact that we need people from my community to be lawyers, to be paralegals, to be legal yes, secretaries, yes, to yes. be whatever. Yes. And you bring those and allow us when I hire a black lawyer or a Latino lawyer and he goes into court, I feel like I'm doing the community a service. Or whether it's a criminal court or an immigration Agreed. court, Agreed. because a lot of times when people in our community are not part of that system then it, it you know that allows them to get you know away with things our even, story is not yeah, told and our even, story is yeah, not told yeah and even even uh, uh white employees who are I, I i i try to screen them and say i want to understand i want to know how you feel about marginalized communities mm-hmm. yeah and if you feel like you want to do justice then you know we can get down with each other. You see what I'm saying? So that's the way, you know, I, I see it. Man, we, we, I didn't know minimum wage was going to be that interesting. That and I know that I did all the talking. Okay. But, you know, I mean, it's just kind of one of those things where when you're, thinking of, when you're thinking about it, it's just such a complex issue. Yes. And like with everything else, sometimes yes. it's so difficult to get people to kind of look at both sides of the fence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I want our people to to go into business. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. I mean, I want us to 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 look to that and and you know, uh, and sometimes you know wages do make a difference. But I do, you know, if you're gonna work, <laughs> man, well, just work. I, I think <laughs> I think both sides were presented very well. So, and it's not that it's not an easy issue. At the end of the day, it is not an easy issue. Mm-hmm. But it's an issue that has to be dealt with because this issue, the way it's going, is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and at I, the end of the day, basically get up and start your own, whether than having to work for the fifteen dollars yes, an sir. hour or whatever it is. Yes, and then you don't have to worry about doing for other people. You can just do for yourself. Yes. 
And you can you can hire somebody to to pay minimum wage too or whatever it is later on down the line. Yeah. But I think the overall goal is to be able to motivate people to start their own, like you said, Zulu. Got to teach our people not to work for the corporation, but to run the corporation. A couple of times I thought Rosa was going to go off on me. I mean, I think that veteran I just feel like... I say she was like, I do not believe you just said that. I cannot. I think that bettering the community through these social initiatives and social programs like nonprofits and asking for a fair living wage shouldn't be an issue that um, kind of affects us so much so that we kind of come to an argument, but rather it should made us, make us realize that the current system is not working yes. Yes. for yes. us. Yes. The people, the 78% who are living paycheck to paycheck, yeah. the people who want to start their business in minority communities but can't because of these taxes, right? <laughs> I think we should realize that it's not it's not an issue to divide us but rather to unite us against this one evil which is what yes. our current system mm -hmm. I know um, my friend David Freed said it's not so easy it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but at any rate thank you for tuning in for this edition of Justice Watch we'll see you next week same time same place same channel and until that time stay blessed There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host Attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 10.50 a.m., the station that leaves no listener behind. NBC News Radio. I'm Matt Mattinson. A group of Republican senators is reaching out to President Biden in hopes of coming to a bipartisan agreement on coronavirus spending. The group of 10 is led by Maine's Susan Collins, who sent a letter to Biden asking for a meeting to discuss the proposal in greater detail. The measure would provide about $600 billion in COVID related funds.